I fixed it. So this, this is Star Trek Europa once again. Uh, let's do a quick introduction. I'm your host, as always, Dr. RPG Jeff Harvey. Uh, Evelyn, go ahead and introduce yourself since you're at the top of the list. Uh, Evelyn Corbin. I'm playing the Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Oneyat. Uh John, I think you're next on the list. Okay. Uh, John McKnight. I play the Science Officer and Second Officer, Kasriana, or Kaz. Jack, you're next on the on the top down. Uh, yes, hello. I am Jack, or like near like near levels on various places. I will be playing Commander Arani Ambrose, and I also do all kinds of other stuff. Uh, namely, I do D and D on Saturdays over at Twitch.tv slash The People's Ascension. And yep. uh, actually, I have one new exciting announcement to hog the spotlight a little bit longer. Sure. Uh, I got this. Oh, nice. Ooh. So I'm thinking uh, Thursday. I'm going to be doing some streaming. I'm, I'm thinking Thursday at seven o'clock. I'm going to stream me, uh, probably doing just the just the first part of putting this model together and just talking about Star Trek and probably this game and and uh, ideas for my game and and just Star Trek stuff in general. So if you want to watch that, hop on over to uh, the People's Ascension Twitch channel and watch me play with the Star Trek toy. Awesome. Cool. There are links in the in the YouTube. Uh, Jubilee do as well as the show notes for on uh, if you catch us on audio only so you'll be able to find them that way uh, and last but not least Brian my name is Brian uh, I am playing uh, Captain Jorad Hage uh, and I don't have anything going on so all right. today's episode is brought to you by Dirty Blonde <laughs> all right <laughs> I needed I needed to relieve myself today and not well anyway we're we're getting off topic where was uh, where did we last leave off with uh the star trek europa uh and um, all the things that were going down last time who's got a recap uh, i did not do one of those this week but pull up my game notes right not as orderly as evs usually are well oh. uh, I, I orderly is a very kind <laughs> and inaccurate description but i appreciate it uh <laughs> so we had uh, we docked at Narenda and uh, got our laundry list of tasks that we half can take a dozen on. missions to right. look into. <laughs> right. Um, of which we opted to check out the planet that was sending odd sub subspace signal signals. Woof, I can't talk either. Um, first. The Avalian system. Yes. Uh, yep. Supposedly pre-warp, but subspace signals make that a little iffy. Uh, what did that say? Around 21st century technology? Yeah, that's what I have. Um, they sent an Oberth-class ship, but it had been rerouted to assist with the medical emergency. Um, and the captain decided we didn't have enough tasks to choose from, so he volunteered us for that, too. <laughs> also pirates. Also pirates. <laughs> also pirates. Had a spat he, with less he less volunteered us for pirates and more kind of like bullied the Klingon into taking care of his own business. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see when that gets brought up because Ambrose could go for some of that blood wine. Right. <laughs> Two barrels of it. Um, Cass and Eva were working on Eva's odd problem-solving problem, problem-solving issues. Um, <laughs> can't forget how that Eva is being self-conscious at the moment. Yes, Eva is is very concerned about her own performance and having some 
some problems with that. Always something you want out of a out of a right. ship in unknown space. Your <laughs> <laughs> ship de- develops performance anxiety. <laughs> Great. Uh, the commander had a meeting with Coaster and Cass about protocols with the ship, um, making sure that, that's that being that's being that's a nice way to say that. I would say uh, AI paranoia. <laughs> there was a Romulan. Mm-hmm. There was a Romulan. Yes, all she wanted was an innocent tour of the ship. She just wanted to see how it worked. Sure. Nothing at all nefarious, because Romulans are definitely not known for subterfuge. Uh, no. Subcommander Toshara Ray. Um, to- Toshari. Toshari Ray. That sounds correct. Uh, I don't think I ever got the last name. No, yeah, definitely Toshari to- though. Okay, it's Toshari. Toshari. Yeah, Toshari. I'm sure there's a bunch of apostrophes in there. I just didn't know where to put them. There are a bunch of apostrophes in there, yes. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Oh, Cass was approached by Dr. Talifer, Talifer, mm-hmm. um, about her suspicions that uh, there are a bunch of Iconian artifacts that have come back that are related to the disappearances, I think. Uh, no, the, no, the, um, the special the anomalies. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, she thinks that something is tying this region together that is unseen. Um, and we learned about an obelisk. She's not saying it's aliens, but it might right. be aliens. Might be aliens. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you she got? wants us to look further into that. Okay. I think that is largely all I got. I think we left off with the mission briefing and deciding. Oh, no, we left off with the tour. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. With the Romulan tour. And Toshari saying that she thinks they both got what we came for. Right. After a couple psychic fumbles. Right. Yes. Because we got some bad psychics on the ship. We just, we, we just end every session with the worst possible role because it's a it's tradition now. Tradition. So. Mm-hmm. Add some psychic drills to your your security drills there, buddy. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, does anybody have a scene they want to start this session out with before we get into the uh, credits and whatnot? Okay. I do not think so. Uh, in that case, I will start with... Uh, Anyone who wants to be in the library uh, with Colonel Computer. Uh, where did my library go here? Um, O'Connor will be in the library. Cool. Yeah, I, I think uh, after the talk with Cass and Castro that it's about time Ambrose meet the computer. Ooh. So I'll be there as well. Excellent. We get the whole squad down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to have, uh, who's that? Ambrose is going to be down there. And Cass is going to be down there. And who else was down there? O'Connor. 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 Right. Because she spent some time down there. Mm-hmm. So there we go. And we're here in this. I picture her as fairly bookish. So she would probably spend a lot of time in there. Sure. As a general rule. Um, and the computer, I mean, this is the computer library access. So it's, you know, 
all the reading you could handle, all of the whatever else you can handle. Um, Eva has been spending the last several uh, days um, since her last conversation with Kaz about um, problem-solving issues, uh, playing games of chess against anyone who will play her. Um, does anyone in here want to take up chess with a super intelligent brain? <laughs> oh, I think I really want to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah, Ambrose is gonna play a strategy game with uh, with the computer. <laughs> All right. Dig it. Uh, so Ambrose and the computer are playing. Um, whilst while that is going on, she's also having a conversation with Kaz because you know supercomputer can do multiple things at once. Um, where was I? Oh, I need my sheet here. There we go. The one that has all my ranks and stuff on it. Lieutenant Chabaraneva. Commander yes, Ambrose Commander Ambrose's tactics with the this game of chess are quite interesting. Um, he is I assume more aggressive than most. Yes, he is. Certainly most of us on this ship, I would think, yeah. Can I actually comment on that? Yeah. Uh, because I'm actually thinking that I'm employing a very uh, unusual chess approach that switches periodically between intense offense and then driving back to a, to a sort of escape and avoidance strategy. Gotcha. Really, I'm just messing with the computer. Right. <laughs> right. I find the tactics to be perplexing. That might be the point. Um, I, we're all interested in seeing how well you're functioning and what you're capable of. So uh, he's probably just taking his approach to what you and I have been doing and giving your systems a good working through. I see. Perhaps I should dedicate more resources to this endeavor. Might be interesting to see what happens. How's the game going? At the moment, uh, we are progressing. I believe I should have victory in 18 moves. He's, he's holding his own against you. Interesting. To be fair, I am calculating over 6 million different processes aboard ship. Yes. Now, I, I will give you that. You've got a lot going on. Um, pretty good performance for a humanoid. I will grant him that he is somewhat skilled. Um, she makes a move, and um, she's taking a fairly standard, uh, you know, early uh, early chess player, early chess savant type moves. Um, it's you're basically playing big blue ten years ago. <laughs> um, I have been running several diagnostics in attempts to discover the functional errors with my problem-solving abilities. I have still been unable to find any new evidence that this is uh, anything but a random occurrence. Uh, well, keep at it. I'm, I suspect that anything that's going on, you probably wouldn't be able to detect from inside. I'm hoping that an outside perspective is from the rest of us, including the first officer, might give some insights, but I don't know that you could find your own blind spots. Hmm. Have you brought my 
performance issues up with the command staff yet? I have. Um, and I've mentioned that so far they don't seem to be interfering with operations, but that you are concerned that you and I are working together constantly to try and find out what we can. Excellent. As long as I have not lost the confidence of the command crew. Oh, definitely not. Um, we, uh, we haven't seen anything that, inter- that interferes with functioning. So at this point, it's still a curiosity. I, uh, if I were you, I wouldn't. You know, I would be interested to investigate, but there really aren't grounds for real concern at this point, I don't think. I see. We believe in you. Ambrose, if you want to make a roll for me, you can make a chess-type roll, whatever you think is the most appropriate. The computer okay. is going to be using computers and security, so... Right, right. Uh... Hmm. I would think... Control or insight, right? I would think, like... Reason? Absolutely. Any Those three would work. Daring would also work if you're trying to be particularly bold. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think with the strategy I'm employing, I think uh, daring and command sure makes sense, uh, or or daring and security. They're, they're the same. Uh, they're the same number for me. Sure, uh, daring and security probably uh, is, is a little more appropriate. Um, well, your could, six, your difficulty right now is three to beat the computer. Okay, uh, could I throw in? I, I have I have focuses in both. Um, uh, team dynamics and escape and avoidance. Could I use those to influence my uh, my chess skills? I think for sure you're trying to portray a, a, an escape and avoidance tactic. Yeah. So I would allow that one. Okay. Plus the ship is basically focused in everything it does. So. <laughs> uh, right. Right. Uh, okay. What do we uh, we call this? Control, security. I have a focus. Um, Yeah, I'm not. This is a security role, and mm-hmm. I am being bold. <laughs> I'm going to buy another dice with bold, because I always buy another dice with bold. Uh, sure. Because I am a threat generator. So let's see how this goes. Oh, uh, look at that! Uh, yeah, we already double uh, threat generator. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to do much with that complication. I'm not going to do a lot with that complication, but uh, you find that after a few minutes of playing the computer, you um, you make a uh, you make a tactical error. Uh, it you almost are pretty sure that the computer just walked you into a tactical error. Uh, that's your complication, um, and you definitely are beaten. Um, you you see it coming fairly quickly. Um, do you yield, Commander Ambrose? Uh, no, I I play until I. Uh until it takes the king. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. It seems that my programming is not deficient. I am curious though, commander, why would you play until the end when there is clearly no chance of victory? Well, computer, that's the difference between being in command of a situation and simply playing a situation through. If all these pieces were people, I'm not just going to lay them down and tell them all to wait for their deaths. I see. So it is wiser to sacrifice the pieces knowing there is no victory. 
there's no victory and there's no escape, we might as well take as many of them out as we can. Hmm. Hunter looks a little horrified at <laughs> yeah. that statement. Yeah. She just like she looks up on her tablet she's reading, she's like <laughs> yeah you just told a ship that has all of you living inside of it that it's okay to sacrifice everybody um <laughs> definitely taken aback of that too yeah uh one defeat can open the way for future victories i believe i understand commander i look forward to playing you again in the future me too lieutenant cass what is your assessment of the commander's assertions? As you are not a, well, as you are a command level staff as well. Our experiences in Starfleet have been very different. Um, I am a scientist first, and the missions that I have been on have involved, primarily involved contact with other species, where a peaceful encounter is one of the highest goals. Um, Commander Ambrose has served in wartime where victory is the goal. I think you'll find our perspectives are on this matter are very different. Are, are we, can we hear each other speak? Yeah, or are we absolutely. Like, yep. It's one room. You're all in there and the, the computer can speak through the computer systems through the voice. It's not typed. It's actually a voice. Survival is the goal. Not just us, not just me, not just my men, but the Federation. Starfleet. Commander, that I can that I have I can completely agree with. I hope for more than survival, of course. I would like to see us thrive and cooperate. But survival I'll give I'll give you that survival comes first. It's the bare minimum that we cannot yield. I hope we can do better. Me too. Ensign O'Connor. You are not a member of the command staff, but you are a member of the science staff. Do you agree with Lieutenant Cass? I think with ingenuity, there's always an alternative route. Um, I would hope to never be in a position where my my only option is I'm going to die, so I'm going to take the rest of you out with me. Um, my experience is very limited, as I've only just graduated academy, and this is my first posting. Um, but my optimistic opinion is that we would always be able, we would not be in a position where death is an option and or is the only option um, and if it seems that we find ourselves in that position that we can put our heads together to find a way to negotiate our way out or somehow through through wit and if you have to subterfuge escape Cass is going to give her a big smile and say, Ensign, that's the Starfleet spirit. You hold on to that. Thank you, sir. Amber is also not too long. He's the, down with the, that. The computer, the computer uh, starts, there, starts there, some, some, several lights in the room begin flashing on the wall and, and consoles and, and such. Uh, thank you. Thank you. 
Every time, Every time I have these conversations, have these conversations I, find I find it quite enlightening. Quite enlightening. And I can, and I can make it a part, it a part of, my of my programming. Your insights, Your insights are, are helpful. helpful. We're here to work together, Eva. You're, you're one of us. Right, right. That's a good place to stop that scene. I, I will say, don't sure, go sure. crashing us into another ship. Unlike this king here, you have warp nacelles. Get us out of there if, it, if you can. Please, please don't. <laughs> we're not all we're expendable. Not all expendable. Uh, um, so, Brian, so, Brian, you had, you had a, a special, special thing, thing that you wrote uh, that was, uh, I think, would be, I think would be a good time to start. You're muted. Oh, yes, you're, oh, yes, muted, you're muted, sir. Ah, snap. There you go. Okay. There you go. Uh, space, the final frontier. It's through our exploration that we learn more about the universe, each other, and ourselves. These are the voyagers of the starship Europa. Its mission to explore new life and new civilizations, wherever we may find them. Captain's log. Stardate 53969.45. We're en route to the Avalon system. Long range surveys indicate only one Class M world, and the scans show the civilization that appears to be approximately that of 20th, 21st century Earth. Um, oddly, we have also detected strange subspace activity. Uh, which would be unusual for a planet of that uh, of that classification, uh, and possibly signs of potential warp capabilities. Excellent. Appears that that camera is just totally frozen on me. Um, so you guys are on your way to the system. Uh, you can start anywhere you'd like with that. Um, you can, uh, you do have long range sensors that can, that can begin investigating. Um, I was going to say, if you want to start a scene with Yisbeth, it would make sense to start out on the bridge and have her, um, at the science station there running sensors. Well, we could do, we could let Cass do the science role since, uh, she's the science officer. But maybe Yesabeth is bragging about some uh, some modification she made, some some ca calibration to try to make them better at longer range. Since that is, that is her bailiwick. That sounds great. Okay, so we're starting on the bridge then. Yeah, sounds yep. like a plan. Sure. Okay. Um, so 
on the main bridge, uh, everything is uh, proceeding as you would normally anticipate. Everyone is there that's supposed to be Kaz, uh, the captain, Commander Ambrose, um, as well as Elizabeth, who is tinkering around with something that, you know, were she anybody else, you'd be like, nah. <laughs> So Anson, think you got something good for us here? Well, sure. If you call 700 DPI or seven, 7 billion DPI uh, micron resolution, good, something good, then yes. All righty. Well, thank you then for your work on the sensors. Let's see what it turns up. I cannot believe the, I cannot believe this instrumentation. I didn't think Starfleet had developed anything this sensitive. Yeah, I, we've got cutting edge technology here. This it, it's fantastic. I I can't wait to see it in action against some real new discoveries. Neither can I. And then she's going to make a little go ahead gesture. <laughs> With your permission, Ensign. Uh, granted. <laughs> Okay, let's see what we can see. Um, control science ship assist? Yep. Can I assist with an engineering role as well? Sure. Okay, 2D20s. I have a focus in... Probably nothing useful unless you want to give me computer systems on this, which I don't know that I would. No, I don't think so, no. Yeah, okay, so we're rolling two... I exploded, so two successes. Okay. Ship got one. Add another two. So that is four, four successes? successes? Five. Oh, you got two, right? So that's five successes, correct. Um, all right. Uh, from this distance, what you are gaining information-wise is that there is uh, one M-class planet. There are two large glass gas giants. Uh, there is a... Those planets both have rings around them. Um, and there are... A lar there's a large asteroid system. Uh, uh, like Almost like the Kuiper Belt. It's like a very large asteroid belt that is also in the system. Um, you are not detecting uh, much in the way of of interplanetary traffic, but there is a significant amount of radio waves, which is typical for a 21st-ish century um, society. Can we start feeding that into the Universal Translator? Sure. Cass has a focus in Universal Translators. Excellent. Um, you also have, which we can hold on to at the moment, uh, for five momentum. You can ask additional questions. Or uh, we can bank them. Uh, uh, I have a question. Uh -huh. Check for artificial satellites, any orbital stations or uh, extraplanetary bases. Yeah. Yeah. There are, in fact, uh, a number. Uh, the ship is is confused a little bit, but when you first start seeing this, uh, there are a number of them. Uh, but that number is decreasing the longer it is taking you to get there. Hmm. Any sign of explosions or weapons fire or anything like that? No. 
odd. Are there any gravitational anomalies or solar flares or radiation hinkinesses? Um, now that you're able to detect from this range, okay, um, you are picking up um, one additional um, radiation type. I guess is the best way to put it. Um, but the ship's sensors are not able to pinpoint it ex specifically at the moment. Are we close enough that we might be able to determine what their primary source of power is? Have they advanced to fission or nuclear power? Yes. Uh, it looks like they are primarily um, uh, fission with some uh, early fusion systems. Okay. Any progress in the universal translators, or should I do an extra roll for that? Uh, no, you don't need to make a roll. It's, it's definitely, definitely working. Okay. Their language doesn't appear to be uh, too overly complex. Um, let's see. Thing you're getting directly from all of that is uh, Eva tells you that um, there appears to be some I'm uncertain additional languages in the system that I'm unable to codify at the moment. Are they coming? Are they all coming from the planet, or are they coming from somewhere else? These appear to be coming from orbit. Hmm. Oh, um, we. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, just real quick. Uh, I have the dedicated focus talent, and if it if I if I crit, uh, I get an extra momentum. So, just uh, if you could add that to the pool. Sure. Could we tap into any sort of cultural database or start accumulating cultural data through their normal means of communication? Um, passively, yes. If you wanted to tap into their systems from this distance, it would be difficult, but you could do it. Um, there's no guarantee that their systems wouldn't be able to detect some kind of intrusion. I mean, the 21st century technology, it's the, your light years beyond them, but that doesn't mean that they wouldn't have some idea that their computers are being hacked. I mean, it took Sony forever, but it wouldn't mean it would take them forever. Uh, Cass has computer expertise and a focus in computer systems. She, could she improve those odds? Sure. Okay. Uh, I get to roll another die for the expertise. I've got a focus. Uh, anybody mind if I buy a die? No. Go for it. I am going to spend one of my threats to increase the complication range. All right. So the complication range is now two. Woohoo! Ship assists. Okay. Oh. <laughs> well. Random. It was anomaly she was talking about. Random anomalies, yeah. Um, all right, um, but you have five successes, which leaves you with, uh, uh there's only one, so you have four, four momentum. 
Um, I, I think, think you can, can buy off that. No, I don't freaking or not. I'll, I'll take, take it back as this, though. I'll take it back as a. Okay. I believe you can buy off complications. Yeah. Can you? I'll yeah, I'll play that way. Uh, I'm going to otherwise use the complication to note that there's probably somewhere along the system that they're going to have detected. Someone somewhere will probably have detected uh, a connection. Maybe not be able to track where it is, because that would be very difficult for them to do. Um, but certainly they'd be aware that there might have been some kind of breach in their systems. What do we get? Um... Give me one second. What you're getting mostly from there, from, uh, from immediate communications, uh, first of all, Eva is downloading all of their data as far as uh, cultural uh, whatnot goes. Um, the multi, uh, a multi-government world um, seems to be some level of turmoil uh, that is pretty standard, really. Um, and... Uh, Beyond that, what you're getting uh, is current events news, and it appears that there are something that has reached orbit is causing massive outages of satellites. The, they've lost communication with their main um, intergovernmental space agency station, uh, and the radiation levels on the planet are rising at an alarming rate. Um and that with these conditions, uh, they're, they're clearly not trying to make anyone panic, but under these conditions, uh, they are telling people that um, to remain at home and be leery as there's a, a high probability of uh, death coming their way. Have we, and we haven't detected anything unusual, unnatural, or from out of the system so far. Uh, you are unable to detect anything from this range other than the radiation that is in the system that, that Eve has pointed out and that your systems are seeing, um, as well as the whatever the weird language that Eva is unable to identify is. Do, do our ratings contradict what they're saying, or do we just not have a clear enough reading? They, they don't contradict in any way. You're just, whatever is causing it, the ship is not able to see at the moment. Gotcha. Okay. Between our last two roles there the scan and the and the communications um could we determine or this might be another role could we determine what their maximum sensor range is assuming they have telescopes and something approaching uh more sophisticated sensors where how far back we would have to remain and not be seen to be completely unobservable it would be a pretty good ways. but space is really big so it'd be hard for them to necessarily no, you're there. Um, the Europa is not a very big ship by comparison to the amount of space they'd have to search. Um, How close in is that asteroid belt? Um, it's about the distance from Earth to the the, the, the Kyber belt. You could certainly, uh, uh, what, a few million kilometers. So that wouldn't necessarily help us much on our sensor range, then. Uh, it would certainly improve your sensor range. It's a lot closer than you are right now. Yeah. Okay. And if we coast into the system on minimal power, they'd have to basically spot us with a telescope. That'd be difficult be, to right. do. Be Once we hide behind uh, an asteroid, especially if there's any sort of strange metallic signatures or radiation, it could easily mask some of our uh, sensor readings. Right. Good idea. Good plan. Captain, sound good? Absolutely. All right. All right. So you're going to 
going to come out, of, out, of, come out, of, warp, come out of warp into or, into or, or near the, the uh, 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 asteroid belt. Asteroid belt? Uh, I, I was thinking we we come out of warp, out of system, uh, gotcha, do a gotcha. quick burst, turn everything off, and just coast in silently. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Um, all right. Um, well, all right. Well, that's going to be that's going to be kind of a difficult, of a difficult thing, to thing to do because, because you know it's a good you know, thing we have a good pilot. Paul yes, yes. Texas Knuckles and is ready to go. Throwing throwing darts, darts in space, in space you know. Oh no no! <laughs> <laughs> I will impale you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me a. Uh, Bring it back. Uh, go ahead and give me a. Uh, I'm gonna say, my first thought is daring and con. I'll, yeah, I'll I'll go for that. Uh, Fox has a focus in helm operations. He is daring nine, command four. So our target is thirteen. Uh, spend one momentum. Spend two momentums. How are y'all feeling? I think you should spend. You'd have to spend three to yeah. buy two dice, and I think you absolutely should. What is what is the uh, the range we're working on here? Uh, he's got a uh, no. I mean, a difficulty and complication has uh, been difficulty is just going to. I'm going to say difficulty is probably two, and I'm not going to increase the complication unless I. I at the okay. moment, I don't feel the need to to increase that. So was uh was my comment about us having a fantastic pilot uh, inspirational enough for my inspiration focus to provide a command boost to his morale? Uh, what, what do, do you, you think, think? Uh, pilot? Fox was really impressed to hear that from from the commander. All right, I'll, I'll take, take it. it. Okay. Don't you need to roll assist for that? Um, is that, um, uh, how does that play out mechanically? <laughs> I think that I think isn't that, that isn't that. Uh, uh, it depends on the talent. If you're using the the rally, rally, it would be its own role, right? If you're if you're rolling to if you're rolling to assist at something, then you if it's rolling if it's rolling to assist them to assist them, then yeah, I figured I'd just be rolling a command assist. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, so yeah, focus supplies. I'm doing this the hard way. There we go. Uh, so what would that be for me? Presence command? Sure. One dice? Sure. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say the ship can't really help you really help you make the auto corrections afterwards. afterwards. Uh, That, that is still a success. Actually have a combined 16 there. Okay. Okay. So we got three, so we got three successes. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, you drop um, out of warp, warp just outside a system, and, uh, and uh, you, uh, you uh, shot the engines, shot down, the engines down and, uh, and coast, uh, in. coast in. You managed to you managed uh, to uh, slow the ship slow down, the ship right, down with right with thrusters, right around right uh, the edge of the the, the belt, uh, uh, and you, you are, uh, as far as you're aware, hidden from sight. As we're coasting in, I'm gonna walk up behind Fox and just sort of lean against his his chair sort of Riker style and and watch out the view screen and as he brings us in behind the uh the asteroid i'm just gonna pat him on the shoulder nicely done thank you sir and he will stand at attention while sitting down (laughs) (laughs) okay zensen we got a lot of large rocks out there to dodge i'm on it sir Lieutenant Shebernawa, why don't you scan their uh, civilian uh, uh, their radio messages, see if you can find anything about 
strange spatial activities, UFOs, that kind of thing. Oh, keep an eye out for us. Okay. We can certainly do that. Um, sure. Uh, while, while you were in system, system though, you also are able to, to I'm just going to have to stop messing with, with this camera, camera I guess. You you're also not able to see my lovely face today. today. It's killing me. All right. Um, <laughs> you can also uh, give me a a new sensor scan since you were in the system. Did you, did you say you spent a momentum on that one or no? Um, on the piloting roll? Yes. Yeah, two. one. Gotcha. Two. Two. You only rolled three dice. Yeah. You three dice? Oh, mm -hmm. uh, one. One. That's good <laughs> enough. Good enough. All right. Um, poor thing, very hard. So you are definitely seeing uh, signs. You're getting a lot of readings of signs of some kind of extraterrestrial creatures uh, in orbit. There appear to be three of them. Um, your sensors, now they're closer, are definitely detecting three large creature anomaly things in the system. Mm. Um, you get to see these. There are three of them in orbit currently around the planet. Space whales. Space whales. Literally space whales. Those are from Lost in Space, but I like them, so I took them. Nothing wrong with that. Can I assist uh, on this with uh, my sensor tuning again? Sure. I I I I assist on this okay. roll. Uh, I'm doing another sensor roll, and I take it in no focus. Two dice. Control science again. And the ship can assist on this one. So sensors and science. There you go. Oh, hey, look at that. Ooh, yeah. All right, so that's two, four. Did you, uh, as about the jewel? Yeah, I, I assisted, but for one. One, okay. I didn't see it on the on the chart sheet. As oh, well. did not? Right. That's all right. So that is a total of five. Uh, difficulty was one. So you have four momentum. Um, you are detecting three of these large creatures. They are... Um, they're massive. They are roughly uh, 10 to 15 times the size of the Europa, um, both in, in width, length, um, all that. Uh, so they are huge. Uh, they are different sizes. One is significantly larger than the other two. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what you get from the base sensors. And they, the... Uh, Eva will tell you that that is the source of the alternate language. Are they also the source of the radiation? They are. Uh, can we process their language? Can we communicate with them? Uh, you could give me a roll. Difficulty is going to be five, and I'm going to spend... Well, I'll spend a threat to make it five. We'll say it was four, and I'll spend one to make it five. Okay. Um... Can I invoke diffuse the tension? Um, in what way? Uh, trying a general we come in peace hail. Well, let's not, we haven't discussed if we're actually okay. going to talk to them yet. Right. Okay, so right, we're still, we're deciphering the language. Okay. Right. 
Uh, I'll, say, I'll say no. Yeah, the, yeah, okay. Um, focus on universal translators again? Sure. Okay. We got three unspent floating momentum, so you can just take all three of those if you want. We're not using it for anything else. Sounds good. Okay, so that'll be five. All right. Uh, ship assist? Ship assist. Trying to think what I want to do here. Okay, there we go. Oh. Uh, what was the on, role computer. the ship made earlier? Um, when? Oh, it was a science. It was a science role. Okay. They had that two successes up there. That was the science rule yeah. for okay. sensors. Got you. Um, all right. Well, Eva's having a day. That's I have cautious science. I can re-roll one of those D20s. Peace. Okay. Um, just in case it matters. Re-roll that 20. You can, it can, you can re-roll that. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it, doesn't, one... it doesn't have to be one of yours. It can be one of the assist rolls. Mm-hmm. I thought it could only be the one you bought, but all right. Awesome. I'll take it. All right. I mean, I'll happily I take can, the credit. I can double check what, what it was. It's cautious. Cautious. Cautious science. Yep. Um, we will operate under the fact that you appear to have, you appear to have succeeded in deciphering at least portions of their language or at least deciphering, uh, that it is more than just a language. Um, they are definitely speaking to each other. Um, you can, Eva is definitely able to, to, to get a basic understanding, although it is a, it is a, it is a distinctly alien language. Um, they do not clearly, they clearly do not think in the same, uh, context of speech patterns that we do. Um, so what you're getting is, um, a lot of navigational, uh, data, uh, a lot of, um, almost like instinctual level um, emotional context uh, in, in their in their speech, um, but not really words so much. Yes, do you detect any signs of sentience? Uh, are we able to determine if they're just animals communicating or is there something more to it? Do I sense anything with my empathy? Yeah, absolutely. They are definitely... Uh, at the moment, they appear to be under. They, they appear to be having fear, uh, some some level of fear. Captain, uh, they do appear to be under some deal of stress. They are afraid, at the very least. They're very alien, but that doesn't preclude is wrong. That doesn't preclude them being sentient or animals. Right. I'd like yeah. to figure out that mystery before we decide if we're going to intervene or not. Would it would be a difficult thing to answer, but. Um, Insight role? Uh, is, there is there language complex enough that it it extends beyond uh, animal communication? Does it seem to be a fully fledged language? Uh, from what Eva can identify, yes, it seems to be a complex, fully formed language. Just something that is contextually unable to be identified. You have no frame of reference to what their lives are like, so it's difficult to to. Um, it's difficult to quantify any kind of like words 
Um, but you are like she is able to Eva is able to identify things like uh, like navigational paths, uh, and they're done in a complex way that is seemingly beyond that of of animalistic tendencies. Although okay. bees are pretty impressive. <laughs> So they seem to be causing disruptions. Based on the, the the radio waves we've detected, does it seem to be causing massive damage, or is it simply inconvenience? No, it is definitely causing significant damage. Um, you'll see in you can see in orbit there are a number of wreck. There's quite a bit of wreckage. Um, the what you would assume is the wreckage consistent with a number of satellites, possibly a small space station. Um, there are some biological um, signs uh, in the in the debris. Um, no life signs, but biological signs. Um, is there any evidence that the whales are taking any damage or sustained any damage? Uh, one of them appears to have some minor. Uh, what I guess you could call bleeding, um, but it, they don't appear to be like particularly um, damaged in any particular any 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 particular way. So there's nothing that would indicate to us what they're afraid of. Correct. Okay, Mister Fox, can you take the navigational data we've been able to translate so far and plot it on on screen? I'd like to see where what what exactly they. St- uh, seem to be intending. Okay. All right. Uh, give me a, um, oh, that's a good question. What would I do with that role? Uh, insight or reason and con, I think would be best. Okay. Uh, unless you have something else you want to try. No, I'll, if it's okay with you, I'd like to go with reason. Um, would any of combat maneuvers, helm operations, or strategy and tactics help? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Astronavigation would work if you had that. Nope. Uh, secondary character doesn't have it. Right. Okay. So, um, target is 13. The ship can assist. One success. And Eva gets, no, oh, jeez. Okay, Ambrose took up all her computing power. Apparently, um, one success. That is enough. Uh, what you see is that they appear to have come from uh, one of the large Jovian uh, planets, the big uh, gas giants. Uh, they were. Uh, there, there's two navigational overlays coming from, because there, there's multiple creatures speaking, obviously, or making song. Uh, one of them shows the navigational line going uh, away from the planets, away from the system, and out into deep space. Um, the other one shows uh, a, a, a veering off of that tract to come towards this planet. Uh, and it looks to be as though there is some uh garbled i i guess uh that's not really the word i need i'm uh, word, word, word i'm looking for but i can't think of what it is so uh it, what's that confused yeah yeah it appears to be as though there is it's there is some dispute between the the conversation uh, as to what the navigational data should actually be um 
So likely something around the planet was probably throwing off someone's navigation. Well, I think we found the source of our subspace anomalies. Um, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ambrose, uh, let me know what you think, but I think that the prime directive would prohibit our involvement in this matter, seeing as how um, this seems to be a natural occurrence rather than something uh, forced upon the system. Unfortunately, I think I would have to agree. Captain, as if I reluctant may, I am, as I am to do so. are spacefaring and sentient. Um, talking to them or trying to establish communications with them might not be a violation of the Prime Directive. And they are afraid, possibly in pain. And if we can figure out how, in fact, they do communicate, they may indeed be emitting some sort of distress call, in which case we would certainly be allowed to help. Well, we are entering one of those uh, famed prime directive gray areas, but my own interpretation is that because these creatures are native to the system, or at least seem to be, uh, they uh, would still be covered under the prime directive, that their capabilities are natural rather than technological. Involvement with them would uh, be tantamount to involvement with the planet below. I don't think we have evidence to conclude that they are one ecosystem or one community, sir. That's fair. They, they could have come from another system, I suppose. Uh, At the very least, the Prime Directive would not prohibit us from staying here hidden and observing. Very true. Let's keep an eye on it for a little while. Um, let's see if we can get an idea of what kind of damage they're wreaking. Um, because they seem to be causing da are they, is it Are they just posing a danger to satellites or are the radiation, is their radiation affecting the ground as well? Uh, the radiation is, is definitely affecting the ground. Um, they are raising the, uh, the radiation levels in the ionosphere tremendously. It's... Uh, you would have to probably get a closer inspection, but based on what the people on the planet are saying, uh, it will become uh, likely to be a lethal dosage of radiation within 24 to 48 hours. Hmm. Are we able to make a determination where they're trying to go based on the information that they're, you know, I understand that's confusing. Uh, they're confused about where they're going. Sure. But if we can eliminate this planet as a, their destination, then the other one would be correct. Well, it looks like they're arguing about whether they should leave or not. It leads me to question whether there's something in system actually drawing them here. Perhaps uh, an emission from the satellites, whatever. Perhaps they are not the source of these subspace signals. Perhaps they are being drawn here from those subspace signals. Hmm. Might be right. Possibility, sir. Can we do a scan for any subspace systems? Uh, subspace systems on? Just in general, the entire system. Whatever, whatever. Uh, more, more, more generally, I would like to detect anything that might be drawing them. And could we compare if any of their communication 
frequencies come anywhere near their native language frequencies to see if they're simply being confused by the radio chatter. Sure. Um, it's two different tasks. Uh, if one wants to take an engineer, if someone wants to take a lead on an engineering role and the other one wants to take a uh, lead on the science, I would, uh, I would allow that. Okay. Well, we have another competent engineer. Uh, Yesmeth will look around for a moment for the confident engineer and then realize you're talking about her and be like, oh, <laughs> uh, if you're sure, and then she'll give it a shot. Break your magic. Does sensors focus apply? Um, yeah, I'll allow it. Okay. Which, uh, which one do you want the ship to assist on? <laughs> wouldn't it assist on both? Probably, Next yeah. Stop. Fuck off. Sensors and so that's your sensors and science role to assist Ooh. whoever the sciencer is. Okay. Uh, control science. What are we rolling for on this on this one? Um, you're rolling to and look at that. Um, the science guys were were rolling to determine if there was any subspace okay activity in the in the region correct right uh, it, yeah to try and determine what was drawing them right yeah um and then the engineering was to determine I forgot what that one was German thing. Uh, to determine if it was if the radio waves were right. being confused with their language gotcha right uh, but mind if I buy buy a die? Go for it. Which I can then re-roll. So whoops, didn't want to do that. I'm rolling three. No focus. And I'll re-roll one just for funsies. No guts. Okay. Um, so what you find is the uh, the subspace waves uh, are th that were in that are residual in the system, um, which may or may not have attracted them. But the subspace uh, energy that is in the system appears to be roughly the same frequency as the primary radio waves from the planet. The subspace energy in the system right. is being caused by their communication radio waves. Not necessarily caused by, but on a similar frequency to similar or or near similar frequency to. So. Uh, it's likely not caused by. In fact, the the majority of the of the subspace um, eddies, I guess, that you would still see the the residual subspace activity is actually coming from or or near the creatures themselves. So, so the it, creatures are causing the subspace distortions. Correct. Or are they generating feedback from like, the planet? Um, more likely than not, what your, your assumption might be with something would be something like, uh, um, the way it matches, it's more like these creatures operate on a similar frequency wave, uh, at least their navigation operates on a similar frequency wave to that of what the pl planet's primary radiation, radio waves are, if that makes any sense. Mm. Okay. So basically, the planet's interfering with their their own built-in sonar. 
Yeah. Happens to oh. birds all the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Cass, do you think perhaps you could set up some kind of jamming signal that might uh, shut down the planetary's the planet's communications for a short while? Might let the creatures find their bearings. Oh, that's an interesting thought, Captain. Um, that is a good tool to keep in our back pocket, but that is treading very close be, to the line. Yeah, that 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 I, I have to agree with the commander on that one. That uh, shutting down an entire planet's broadcasts is. Um, you could have defense satellites, communication satellites, uh, and if there's if there is already a natural disaster that they're trying to coordinate relief for and political turmoil that could launch a world war. Hmm. Signing, signing it up might take you a while to get it all configured anyways. So yeah. it's something that you could consider. All right. Uh, I want, I want everybody to, I want that option explored and I want two other options and we'll meet at the conference room in, in 20 minutes to discuss possibilities. Yes, sir. All right, I will. I will be in the conference room. Okay. Um, with that in mind, does anybody want to have a scene somewhere in another room that they can discuss with other characters to get multiple character perspectives? Ooh. Um. Well, I think the two of us on the bridge could start setting up the planetary jamming. Sure. Um, for that, it would probably be an engineering and um, reason role or control or something else. If you have something else, that would work. But I think engineering would be the primary. Mm -hmm. I have a thought on the jamming that I think I'd like to come from Mills. Um, I don't know how she's going to get involved in it, but I, I think that um, the thought would most likely come from her. Okay. She's what? Uh, and she's engineering, right? She Mm -mm, she's security. I have no engineers in this game. Ah, okay. Okay, can Kaz assist on this one with maybe computer systems? Sure. Okay. Elizabeth uh, has astrophysics focus. Would that apply? Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in that case, she got uh, three successes. And add on another one. Okay. So I think we're at five. Four. 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 Okay. Unless ship assists? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ship, ship assists. I was in the process of rolling that when I was trying to figure out where Mills belongs. Um, let's see. I think the ship would do... Let's do that. And that's another one success. So we're now we're at five. Um, so with the commander with the captain giving the order to, uh, to come up with ideas, is that a, a is that a shipwide order? Is that a bridge command order? Is it going to other departments? Uh, well, I mean, it, it's not going to be broadcast on the intercom, but obviously all the, all the, all the heads of the department are here in the, the bridge. Right. So I assume that they can, co uh, coordinate with their departments. Right. Would, would the doctor have reason to be on the bridge for this? Um, I could see the captain calling Dasavi up to the bridge for an extra um, empath brain. But other than that, 
Not really. I, I, th- I think I would actually lean over to Hage when he calls for other options. Uh, <laughs> Captain, it could be useful to get the doctor involved in this. She does have a means of uh, an extra layer of communication, possibly. But when she sees what's happening on that planet, she is going to want to do something. Oh, uh, I make could put us in a difficult position. Well, let's bring her up, and I'm, uh, I'm, I think Desavi is uh, enough in control of uh, herself that she won't uh, rush to the planet with a med pack in hand. Um, but uh, yeah, bring her. Uh, he'll click his comm link. Uh, uh, Commander Desavi, if you could uh, come to the bridge, we'd like to discuss what uh, if when you're available if you could come to the bridge acknowledged on my way um in the meantime does anybody else have any other departments they want to get involved any other characters they want to get involved in the discussion i think i think if uh i would i think the security team should talk about options sure Hmm. that's you ambrose (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I could get I could get behind this scene. Um, okay, so uh, well, Captain, you said you were already you were already going to the the briefing room, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Would that t- is that far enough away for me to technically have the bridge? <laughs> yes. Okay. Anytime the captain is not on the bridge, the next in command has the bridge. Right. Okay. Well, um, let's do whatever's best for the scene. So I'm fine yeah. with the captain being on so, the bridge if it. Right. If it, I, it, I. I'm thinking at at least for now whether I take the the actually I probably wouldn't take the conference room, but I would ask to uh, captain uh, if you may. I would like to confer with my uh, security scene. A security team to get a basic tactical analysis here. Hopefully we won't need it, but I think it's prudent to know what these creatures can do. Absolutely. I'll take the con. Hi, sir. Uh, I'll go down to wherever uh, security office there is. Sure. It's on deck three, I believe. Okay. Koba, Koba has like this little ball thing that he's like squeezing back and forth and it's like increasing in size because he's just bored and his feet are on one of the table and then when you enter he like sets it, sets it aside quickly stands to attention Koba is uh, Lieutenant okay. yeah. Lieutenant uh, good that you're here I'll be calling a meeting shortly all on-duty security officers to the security office. Uh, a few minutes goes by, people walk in. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is probably where when Mills would show up. Yeah. Mills, Coba. Yeah, Mills I, responds, uh, yes, sir, on my way. Technically, I think also the SSH would apply here. Well, but then that would make uh, Jack RP with himself. <laughs> oh, right. That's Jack's character, right? And and he is just a quartermaster. Yeah, I mean, he's true. kind of like emergency security. If really gotcha. need, be. I mean, he could he could show up. He won't say anything. But I was thinking for some there. reason that was one of John's characters. But go ahead. Uh, 
and actually, I think I would like to call our two uh, pilots to this as well, since these are, uh, you know, space-based creatures. All right, sure. Box is all over that. Okay. Oh, I, I was thinking uh, uh, Silva and, oh, and uh, Shijin. Mm. I, I was yeah, probably really thinking just Shijin, anyway. but it would be uh, not not necessarily a good thing to call Shijin and, and not Silva. <laughs> eh, you know. <laughs> right. Further that rift. That, I believe, is everybody. It does put uh, Brian on two characters, but all right. Right. It's bound to happen eventually. Okay, so can we just say uh, everybody's filled in on the current situation? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Koba's going to say, well, you know, what are the chances we just piss these things off? They're already frightened. Uh, I'd worry less about pissing them off and more working them into a fear-filled rampage. We don't need a stampede of... Giant These things are 10 to 15 times our size. We don't need them careening through the system. No, we need them moving slowly and gently. All the more reason we should be ready if they come at us. I mean, that's my read of the situation anyway. True. We should at least... We should at least go to yellow alert. I don't know if that would make uh, us too obvious to the planet below, but... Once we get involved, at least yellow alert. I would agree. As for now, we're hanging back. I do like the idea of attempting to corral or herd these creatures, but that's something I think we'll leave to our uh, yellow and blue shirt. Science and engineering. As to the jamming, Commander, I, I understand the concern for violating the Prime Directive. Is there a space outside the planet's... Uh, sensors and satellites etc etc between there but inside the whales sensory perceptions can we place the jamming there so that we don't interfere with the planet but the planet's uh, emissions stop interfering with the whales I'll bring this idea up to the science team i couldn't answer that myself but it's a good idea i was thinking possibly in combination with that we could create a louder signal off somewhere else and draw them away. That really isn't the scope of this meeting, however. We are here for worst-case scenarios. That is our job. If these things do start careening towards the system or get a liking towards our ship, I want to know how to hurt them. We need an analysis of their hide, their speed, any sort of special abilities they may have, any sort of natural phaser or electromagnetic uh, waves they could produce to interfere with us. Uh, so I will ask that a number of you work with science teams to get a tactical analysis on these creatures, and we will need to formulate defensive uh, maneuvers, identify weak spots. I would, prim I would 
like to avoid killing these creatures, but it could be useful to know where they're sensitive. Melania will say, Melania will say, what if we blind them? If we don't want to kill them, if we, they seem easily confused, if we blind them, they won't know where we are. If we blind them, we run the risk of them then blindly thrashing around the system. I think that would just add to their fear. And that's assuming, well, I would imagine they're already dealing with some layer of that. I'm sure out in space, they don't rely on optics. They probably rely on these subspace signals as some sort of uh, old form of radar or uh, sonar, in which case they're already being messed with. Right. Well, we could uh, send an overload of signals uh, to hopefully confuse them and or confuse them more. And uh, at least if they, if they start coming to us, that's a way to get them off of us. It's a possibility. Sure, go ahead and work on that. Koba, Koba will mention, what if we do a torpedo down the gullet? Will that work? We could, we could wrap it in food or whatever these things eat, put it in space. It's a possibility. Again, these are large creatures. We might need more than one, but I'm sure they're softer on the inside than they are on the out. We just need to figure out what they eat. And hope we can excess large quantities of it. That is another interesting question for the science department. To my knowledge, there isn't a high concentration of space krill floating out here. Okay. Well, as for now, I believe we uh, we have our assignments. Uh, Silva, you're taking looking into this uh, confusion, blindness situation. Koba, go ahead and assess how much uh, ordinance would be required to deal enough damage to deter or stop creatures of this size you got uh, it, from the inside. Uh, Shajin, I want you to work with uh, Astro Navigations to see if you can get an idea of how these creatures move and how we can help uh, corral them and, and if need be, uh, avoid them. Sir, if I may, I would like to work on whatever defenses might work best for us should they attack. Shield calibrations, things of that nature. Uh, right. This this is I'm I'm going through my uh, my crew sheet trying to figure <laughs> trying to remember who everybody is. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Uh, sorry, you were you were saying uh, defensive systems, yeah? Yes. Uh, that is a good idea. Yes. Um, it may also uh, be possible that they generate some sort of. Uh, deflector field themselves seeing as they move through space there's a lot of debris debris out here they may have uh 
natural shielding or even natural uh, electro uh, magnetic uh, phasers, whatever systems they may be able to use. Uh, we should look into what that is. And uh, again, yes, ascertain weak spots, weak, weak spots uh, yes, across their hide, places where we can deliver a hopefully low intensity phaser beam and just give them a nice kick in the hindquarters to get them moving. And if need be, do more damage. Sounds like good uh, use of your talents. All right, the captain called for solutions in 20 minutes, so we've eaten up enough of that time here. Get to work. Yes, sir. Right. I'll go down to the... Uh, down to science and find out what the... Um, what sensors are showing, what what uh, intel we've got regarding the creatures themselves. And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw all of those interesting semi-related questions over to Cass. Right. Uh, all those all those science and engineering questions. Uh, so do you want to have a scene in the science lab then? Sure. Uh, who else wants to be in that one? We've got Mills because she's going down there to interact. So apparently O'Connor's off doing her own thing. Yep. Uh, we got Kaz. Anybody else? Yezabeth yeah, is technically science, although I think she's uh, been assigned to the engineering task. Gotcha. Cass would wander along. Okay, she'll she'll definitely come. She'll have like her pad, and she'll be like trying to make calculations as as you're talking. This Elizabeth, you said? Okay. Yeah, Elizabeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and we are I'm in thinking our... Elizabeth is engineering, but she's science. I have to remember that. Yeah, yeah I had to go double check that too. Because her uniform. uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's one of those ones that's hard to tell what department she's actually in. Mm-hmm. Here's your biology lab. We'll say we're, do, we're, we're doing our research down there first. So um, have at. Uh, you guys want to make a roll for me first. I guess we'll, we'll establish a baseline roll, and you guys can ask a bunch of questions based on that. So um, I said difficulty is one. Actually, difficulty is going to be zero because you guys have already done one of these roles. So you're now just going back and checking your scans and looking at your stuff and you know going over additional data that you may not have seen earlier. Um, so uh, um, science and reason for somebody and then anybody that wants to assist plus the ship. Okay, reason science, happy to do that. Uh, let's see if anything applies. I think Rebecca should assist. Sure. If difficulty is only one, I won't spend a momentum on it then. Unless you think I should. I think you should. Okay. Uh, which I can reroll anyway. So, yeah, let's do that. All right. So, three. Um, I'll never say nobody should take at least one momentum. <laughs> right. Okay. Three successes. Um, and O'Connor's is a, you said reason science, is a 15. So, there's one more. You can assist with other things if you have something else that can apply to the assist. But, yeah. I mean, that would make the most sense for O'Connor. Right. The ship got one. You got three. You got one. So that's four, right? Five? That's five. 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 And that was a a zero? Yeah, difficulty is a zero. So you have five. So you have five questions you can ask. You can speculate between uh, anything beyond that. Uh, You also have four momentum in the hole that you can use to ask additional questions. Uh, So you can ask basically anything you want. Science it up, baby. 
and Kaz is studious, so we can ask another another question. Yep. Um, did we get enough of the navigational language that we could send them navigational data? Yeah, I'd say you probably could pull that off. You got four more. Well, security wanted to know what they eat, which is a sciencey question to ask. Would be curious about anyway, <laughs> even though if she knew why, she would be extremely pissed. <laughs> right. Um, from what you can tell, they appear to eat uh, a type of um, uh, oh, Gaiman, what was it? I actually wrote it down. I can't remember. Uh, it's like an electroplasma that's uh, mineral. It's, it's it's a it's a mineral that's found in the uh, the gas giants, uh, the rings of the gas giants, and it's fairly common in most gas giants. Um, I don't remember what it is off my head, but I do have it written down somewhere. Can we conclude then that they were looking to use the gas giants as a snack bar and got confused by the radio signals? That seems like a logical assumption. Okay. You got three more plus the four. No, you got, you got four more. Sorry, because I forgot you're studious. So Mill says... Uh... What are what are their natural defenses? Um, so when you do a bio scan of them, uh, you find first of all there are four, not three. Um, secondly, you find that they are well uh, they're well armored and they have uh, a like a, a like a bio radiation of, uh, as a shield sort of system. So they uh, they do have resistances to. Uh, beam type weapons, not not like significant resistances. They're not starship shields or anything. Mm. Um, uh, but that is also the source of the radiation. So whatever they're doing, whatever their defensive mechanism is, is also the source of the radiation. Okay. Uh, you could could I ask for a clarification without eating one of our questions? Sure. You, you said four, not three. Are we dealing with a pregnancy situation again, or did we just miss one? It does appear to be a common theme for the Europa, yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Another baby. Cool. Do not beam yes. this one out. <laughs> no, please. No. This is just a curiosity, so I, I don't want to eat a question with it. Sure. Um, I'm just curious how big the baby is if these things are 15 times the Europa size. And the Europa is not really that small of a ship. <laughs> right. Uh, it is not born yet, uh, but you're a, it's probably going to be a size 7 or so. Hey. Okay. It's pretty big. Um, what are their weak points? Um, as best you can tell, you're likely to use something around their sensory organs, somewhere where the eyes would be on a normal whale. That's probably your best bet. Or they do sort of have mouths, sort of, mostly. Um, much like, uh, much like large blue whales, that's, it's baleen streams kind of thing. Right. Streamers. Although blue whale's mouth actually opens up pretty wide, whereas these guys probably don't. They're not going to uh, swallow you or anything. That's, that's good to know. At least not the robot. They probably could. Yeah. Um, 
I, I know I'm not in the scene, but an interesting question could be since they do have, uh, like you said, bio radiation shielding and, and armor, uh, if that shielding is being emitted from any particular places, any like glands or organelle or organs or, or what they may be uh, that we could target in order to bring those down, or they would likely also be sensitive areas. Yeah. Or if it's just natural, just like coming out on every inch of their skin or whatever. Uh, without getting into a dissection, it might be hard to tell for sure. But yeah, there are some distinctive parts of, of their bodies that appear to be more intense than others. So it's safe to assume that, that it's a radiating, it's radiating from some kind of glandular mm. thing. I want to say protrusion, but it's really probably not, probably not protruding. I just like the word protrusion in this particular case. It's sciencey sounding. So you got one more question. Plus four momentum you haven't spent yet. Uh, what, uh, what, what, uh, wavelength do are there? Do they do their sensory organs operate on? Like, is it visual? Is it uh, uh, electromagnetic? Okay. Yep. Which Presumably is likely it. likely why they were thrown off by whatever was going on here. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think we got a picture. Okay. Um, do they have, do they seem to have any like weapon systems aside from just being massive and barreling through things? Well, they have the radiation plans. Yeah. They, right. The radiation, they're absolutely massive. Those long tail things look like they could probably do some damage if they hit a ship. Okay. Um, I would not want those, those big tail protrusion things are probably you know, like being hit with a starship by themselves. So. <laughs> but they don't appear to have any, like, beam weapons. They probably don't have torpedoes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, Obviously. Don't think I want one to spit on me or anything, but, you know. <laughs> I think we have, uh, I think we have our two ideas, uh, right? Yeah. Sure. Mm. So we're going to head Can back. Can we did Oh, you have you've uh, used all your questions, so you're using actual momentum now, just so you know. Yeah, we're we're burning into our regular momentum. I thought you said we had four momentum that had not been spent yet. Or oh, I got you, Darren. That would mm -hmm. had not been added. That were added to the list, but not spent. Right. You can use them if you want to. Um. I do think Mills has a question that would be worth burning momentum because i want her to ask well what what would be the best there's or if there's a particular calibration that our shields need to to radiate at that would be most effective to deflecting anything they might throw at us or best way to defend ourselves like, uh, like counteracting the radiation counter yeah that would probably be that seems to be their main external right, threat yeah. aside from like physical kinetic damage yeah and right. you'd be hard-pressed to use energy shields against the kinetic attack right. from those anyways but right. um to prevent the radiation yes you can calibrate the shields to 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 minimize radiation damage okay um i mean if you're exposed to them for extremely long periods of time it's still gonna be bad but yes you can right. certainly reduce that substantially there's hypersprace for that yes yeah, yeah right exactly chances are you could probably resolve that without too much difficulty unless you're going to live with them you know, if you're going to live inside of them, you're probably going to be all right. We could keep and train the baby. <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right. So you're heading back towards the 
conference room um, to have a meeting with the captain and okay. discuss your options and findings. Here is the briefing room. Um, all right. So we, uh, we have found these space whales uh, around this planet, and um, everyone has done their science. They have done their tactical analysis, and they are bringing their options to the captain in the ready room. Uh, so go ahead and take it away, Captain in the Ready Room. Okay. So all the senior officers are here, right? Including uh, Desavi? Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, when everybody's there, uh, he'll say, okay. Well, uh, while you are for doing, I couldn't help uh, but poke around uh, some uh, designs for this uh, scanner myself. It looks like something we'd be able to do. Uh, you know, uh, I could, couldn't help myself. I would love a good gizmo. Um, but uh, what other uh, ideas have you come up with? Captain, I think we've got a solid plan. Um, we got enough navigational data that we were able to translate from the creatures that we think we can send them our own. And it looks like they eat material that is common in the Jovian in the Jovian planets, like they were heading there and got drawn off course by the radiation from the M-class world. Um, we can basically send them navigational signals back to the Jovians. And here's a, here's a possibility to take that one step further. We might be able to use our, our Bussard collectors to collect exactly what they eat and leave them a nice breadcrumb trail right on out of here. That's a marvelous idea, sir. And in conjunction with the captain's idea, if need be, we can set up an um, sort of an um, uh, unidirectional jammer that might block signals coming out of the planet, but not block signals from planetary orbit back down. That sounds like a solid plan. Um, would we be able to do so while remaining uh, incognito? And the last thing we need to do is uh, become the become the new hot gossip on the planet. Um, I'd have to defer to security and, and engineering on that one, sir. I really don't know. If we're already setting up some sort of sensor dispersion net to block the satellite's communications to the whales, if we set that up early, position that between, uh, between the satellites and this gas giant, it may be enough to at least confuse them enough not to know exactly what, they, what we are. We can use we can send the shuttle ahead to with a uh, with a unidirectional uh, mm -hmm. jammer. That way, uh, once the Europa starts moving, we'll have less to worry about. And we could continue running on minimal systems. And frankly, sir, their attention's probably on the giant creatures in orbit rather than on any shuttle-sized anomalies they might they might see and their own planetary troubles at the moment. Yeah. That's a good point. We could, in fact, actually, possibly simply disguise ourselves like yet another one of these creatures. If we emit a similar subspace frequency, they'd be detecting us through electromagnetics anyway, unless somebody points a telescope right at us. That's how they're going to look at us. Wouldn't that fool the creatures as well? The last thing we need to do is have them think we're a rival. It could draw their attention. That is a concern yeah I, I think something as small as a shuttle or a probe 
the odds of it going largely unnoticed, I, I think are pretty good, sir, but it's a gamble. I tend to agree. I think you've got, I think you've gotten a good plan here. What about communication with these creatures? Um, we toyed a little with it. Have you considered any, how you would or, uh, what the implications might be? Um, given your concerns about the prime directive, sir, I think keep it light, send them navigation data, leave the breadcrumb trail and leave it, if, if, leave it at that. Hands off approach. And Thank you. Yeah, leave, you know, report back to Starfleet Command if they want us to make, if we get orders to make contact, wonderful. But if there's a dispute, we solve the current problem and leave it for another day. We can always have a, uh, we can always have a, a vessel circle around to make first contact uh, with these creatures if uh, Starfleet deems it important. Exactly. I think if we opt to uh, send out a signal to disguise ourselves as these creatures, uh, because they are, seem to communicate both through their whale song and through some sort of empathic link expressing our intention shouldn't be particularly difficult i think we could easily convey to them that we're not a rival if they pick up on us at all interesting I, I do think that uh, going incognito is our best play, though, mm -hmm. since uh, it would uh, minimize the, the risks. Right. Smaller and quieter, better. No. First, do no harm. Well, uh, Cass, I think you should lead the shuttle team uh, to uh, try and uh, – you should lead the, the shuttle team to try to disrupt the uh, – um, hmm. You should lead the shuttle team to try to disrupt the uh, radio waves. Be delighted, sir. And meanwhile, Ambrose, I think you should uh, head up the ship, try to keep us uh, low and quiet uh, as we uh, as we ram scoop up the uh, uh, the 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 food source for the uh, creatures. Aye, sir. Sounds good. And uh, Cass, if you're looking for a recommendation, I had uh, Gisa, one of our uh, shuttle pilots, already looking into uh, their navigation tendencies. Oh, uh, that's perfect, sir. I, I was going to leave that to your discretion, but we've worked well in the past. I'd, be, I'd feel utterly confident with her. She's also quite, quite skilled in warp fields and electronic warfare, so she might be able to help with any communications electromagnetic interference that may come up that sounds perfect let's definitely have her on the shuttle team then right. I, um if you can spare her though i wouldn't mind somebody with some engineering experience like uh ensign Chierka. if you want her you've got her thank you sir desavia i want you on standby if this whole thing goes awry we're going to need to get their attention. We're going to need to make contact with them. Uh, I, I, it's not my first choice, but if, if, it, if it becomes necessary, that's our backup plan. Certainly. And having me on standby also gives us a leg up uh, because I'll know if they start 
to become hostile before they show hostility. Do you think you'd be better better doing that from the shuttle or from uh, the Europa? The closer I can get to them, the easier I can sense how they're feeling. Then let's put you on the shuttle. All right. This antenna wilt a little bit, but she keeps a, a, a smile on her face. <laughs> All right. Well, let's be about it. Okay. So uh, you got a group going out in a shuttlecraft to attempt to uh, block the planetary sensors and cut off the, hopefully cut off the interference that you're getting from the planet so the whales are not seeing that. Um, That's step one, right? Yeah. All right. Let's start with that. Um, and that group was uh, Kaz, Shajin, and Yesbeth, and the doctor. Yep. So I did want uh, the captain to make their role to uh, devise the device while everybody else was sure. huddled. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, I just really like the idea of him fiddling. It's kind of his deal. Um, so would that be uh, control plus engineering? Sure. Sounds right. Okay. Oh, fuck. Um, well. Well. Uh, <laughs> reroll the complication. If that's a thing. Do I have a thing that lets me reroll? What are you tinkering with? He has cautious command, but not cautious engineering. Uh, so... Hang on a sec. Let me just check something. I can do that without strangling myself on the headphone cord. Are you looking for see if there's a, a momentum spend for it? Yeah, because we my group plays that there is, but I don't know if that's if we've just that's just sort of in the. You can re-roll. There is a momentum spend for re-roll. Oh no, that's challenge dice. Uh, let's see. There is a momentum spend for create advantage, remove complication, create problem, obtain information, additional work, piercing, reroll, work, uh, damage bonuses, disarming, uh, extra minor actions, keeping the initiative penetration, one reroll of damage, uh, avoiding injury, secondary targeting, swift actions, bonus damage, penetration, rerolling damage, devastating damage, swift attack, and power loss. I don't see anything that actually allows for rerolling of uh, rolls unless you have talents that do that. My players have put one over on me for a year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I've, got a, I've got an interesting way to, to do this narratively. Um, if you don't mind, I sure. would like to... Uh, so the captain gives his thing and then while we're on the shuttle uh Chirica's just looking at it and she's like this this isn't gonna work <laughs> the, uh, lieutenant this this schematic isn't isn't good it's, <laughs> it's in fact quite bad <laughs> the captain is quite quite bad at this <laughs> um okay i'm glad we found that out now um 
got something better for us? I I think I can I think I can manage something. If I if I reverse the radioscope uh, and repolarize this, um, let me let me see if I can manage it. And this time I'm going to borrow momentum. Uh, can Kaz assist? Sure. I took those. Uh, I took that complication as my threat, though. We're <laughs> <laughs> all about those twenties tonight. Uh, that is still two successes. So. Two successes and a complication. So, uh, yeah. control engineering for Kaz or control science? Sure, either one. Okay. Oh, either one. I'll take the science. Um, uh, what is this device supposed to be doing there, Cam? <laughs> uh, jamming the planetary signals that are disrupting the navigation of the whales. Okay. I have a complication for that then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, focusing universal translators? No. No. Computer systems? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Okay. I got. That. Actually, this is this is uh, something that GISA might be able to help with with uh, electronic warfare. Oh, yeah. It would have. Uh, I believe the role is already made though, so we're good sure. on that. Yeah. Um, oh, that would have been a good one to use. Yes. Um, however, we've got He's busy flying. Right. We've got three successes. Uh, that's plenty. You've got two momentum uh, to, to regain. Um, and I get a complication, which I'm going to go ahead and use and not tell you what it is because it's not going to come up this session. <laughs> okay. Um, well, it might come up this session. But <laughs> so uh, as you are flying through the planetary uh, uh ionosphere or whatever the magnetosphere i guess is really what you're flying through at this point give me go ahead and give me a uh, uh con and control or daring roll your difficulty is going to be two and i'm going to spend one of these here to increase the complication um the complication will be is if you fail you will have drawn the attention of the critters not fail but if you know you know what i mean uh, I, I'm I'm sorry. I was I was writing a note there. What um? So go ahead and give me a control or daring and con uh, to fly through the the, the ionospheres. Um, and uh, I spent one threat to raise the um threat range the 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 complication range by one. Uh, in that, if you roll into that complication range you will uh you will have gained the attention of the critters and what's the difficulty difficulty is two i think i said okay difficulty two 19 to 20 complication correct not super uh, hard to roll this but you know uh daring con use or or control or control uh, i'm gonna go control and con that's a that's a value of 15 uh i'm assuming my focus in fighter crafts doesn't really help here uh but uh, electronic warfare i mean uh since you're just flying it i'm gonna say no on the electronic warfare no. but i might okay. go with uh the the you said fighter fighter craft, fighter craft? yeah knowing um, specifically how to keep a low profile and uh uh are you guys taking one of the shuttlecraft or are you taking one of the runabouts I think we're runabout. Yeah, I'm. I just, you know, four of us and and a probe. I would figure. Yeah, runabout. we have a runabout. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll allow it. Okay. Uh, in fact, if the runabout is an option, there's never a reason to take anything else, really. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, the runabouts aren't quite as as maneuverable as some of the other ones are, but hmm. okay. Uh, difficulty two, 19 to 20. I do have a focus value of 15. Uh, do we want? Yeah, we do. Go we, for we, it. we want to take a momentum? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, it's a good idea. Okay. We'll see if I, uh, see if I roll another, uh, complication here. That seems to be Jesus jam. <laughs> that seems to be my jam, really. All right. That has been today's jam. Hey, look at that. Okay. That's uh three. That's what do I have to what do I have to roll? I have to roll under discipline for it to count as uh, a crit for focus, yeah. right? Correct. Uh, which I did not, so that's just three successes. Right. Which is good. So three successes, which is one more than needed, so you have one momentum. Uh, and you did not get any complications, so you did not get killed by any giant creatures. Yay. It's always a plus, given the way we roll sometimes. Um, so yes, you have managed to make your your, your flight through the uh, the magnetosphere of the planet as uh, um, as you were going, um, and you've been you've laid down your unidirectional um, signal blocking. Um, Hmm. I'm going to go ahead and spend that complication from earlier or something else. I was going to do something with it before, but I'm going to change it to this thing. Um, once you get past and, and everything is now, uh, seems to be relatively in place and you're running, you're reaching the end of your run. Uh, one, two of the big large whale creatures, not the largest of them, but the other two, uh, including one of the ones that's pregnant, begin to descend into the, into the, uh, planet's atmosphere. Um, Captain, you can see from where you are sitting, uh, uh, and everyone aboard the ship, the, the Europa, uh, that it is beginning. That these two whales are beginning to, to descend uh, into the atmosphere of the planet. The uh, third what, one is staying in orbit. What is their um, intent? I guess. Um, so you're looking for the emotion, or do you want to go deeper than that? Um, let's just go with the emotion, um, especially, particularly if an emotion changed. Yes. Uh, uh, so the emotion in the largest of the three, uh, has become more akin to concern. Ambrose, you can also get these. Um, the emotion of the other two appears to be more of, um, uh, well, at least of one, the one that is that is 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 the uh, is two. The one that is two mm-hmm. uh, uh, has an uh, an imminent um, calmness, I guess. Okay. Uh, and the third, the the one the one that is descending is um, uh, the most closest thing you can think of is concern. There is some level of concern. Okay. okay, so the the two that have descended are the pregnant cow and. One Another, of the others. The other one, yeah. And then the big one stayed. Correct. Right. Okay. The pregnant one is calm. The other one is concerned. Correct. Okay. And the one that stayed, you also said concerned? Yes, but it's a different kind of concern. Okay. Um, it's still concerned, but it's... Uh, it's More directed... a concern for the pregnant cow that's going toward the surface? Probably, or something along those lines, yes. Or, you know, like the rest of my herd kind of thing? Sure. 
Um, you can't really get the planetary chatter anymore because you now have uh, blanketed the planet, right. or at least this unidirectional area with uh, uh, blocking their ray, their their communications. Um, so that's what you got going on. I don't think this changes our plan, Captain. If anything, we need to move quicker, but we can't directly interfere. They are choosing to dive bomb this planet for whatever reason. Disavi, can you contact the creatures? I can try. He's going to look at Ambrose and he's going to say, this, these people, I don't think that allowing whales to crash into the, the plant, to beach themselves on the planet is going to uh, change uh, the the change the um, advancement of their society. I think uh, it's the best thing for everyone involved is for us to make contact since there seems to be no other choice. All right, Dasabi, give me a roll. Um, uh, before you do that, I, I am that I, I would like to hear uh, Ambrose's response to that. Sure. I don't think it gets any more discreet than telepathic communication. I think if we're going to do anything, that's as much as we can do. But if it doesn't work, I don't think there's anything else we can do except go along with our initial plan. He nods. All right. Do it, Dasavi. All right. Um, all right. Jeffrey, what you want? Uh, you got that chart that I sent you, uh, the link. Uh, what do you think fits best oh, for what you're trying link. to do? That link uh, that I've put somewhere? It's in the resources of Discord. I know. That's why I put it there. Yep. So I did not lose it. Uh, um, I'm thinking either insight or... Um, Todd? <laughs> presence. Presence. Against... Um, they don't have Khan on that list for any of their things, but I honestly think Khan would fit in some situations. Uh, not this I one necessarily, but. Believe. Let's see. Even have to coordinate others, of course. I have um, a talent called Doctor's Orders that says when attempting to not type in things. Coordinate others or coerce someone into taking or refraining from a specific course of action. I can use medicine instead of command. Um. Um, well, you're just reaching out to make contact word? at the moment, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, coerce. Yeah. At the moment, you're just trying to you're just trying to reach out to them and talk to them, right? You're not trying to convince them of anything particular. Um. Or are you trying to send out the message that they need to not do this? They need to go over here and do this thing. No, we'll start with just a very gentle, hey, what you doing? <laughs> okay. Why, why are you going to that planet? It's boring. <laughs> let's do in. Let's, let's do. Uh, um, Is that going to be actionable, though? Like, what 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 does success bring from? Hey, <laughs> sup whales. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I think, I, I think that's a given. I, I think any level of communication <laughs> is going to be high hello. But it, I think right. the actionable role here is don't yes. hit the planet. Hey, look right. over here. We're doing right. something. Yeah. Right. I wasn't going um, to do a role for that. I was going to the, the first okay. step in that would probably be just being make sure that they don't destroy that your brain doesn't okay. get melted when you reach out to these truly alien creatures. Right. <laughs> so um, with that, you are able to, to reach out your mind and connect to theirs. And there's a definitely an overwhelming sense of um, intelligence in these creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't necessarily get their thoughts uh, as you would see them in a in a normal sentient creature. Right. But, um, you can definitely like. Uh, there's definitely like memories, and there are thoughts that they their their surface thoughts that you can see, and and um, it's much more visual than you have would have anticipated otherwise. Um, okay. And it's you know. Not visualizations you can necessarily understand because it's largely uh, electromagnetic, but um, what you get largely is that they 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 came to this area with the intention of birthing one of their calves. Uh, Something drew them to this planet, and now they're it's all bad, and they're running out of time. So. Okay. I thought this scan said it wasn't that far along. No, no, I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't assess, but I don't think I specified either way. Mm-mm. Okay. Not that I recall. Uh, okay. Can I make an argument for doctor's orders applying here? Because whether they're alien, this is a medical emergency. Sure. Uh, it, I, yeah, I was going to say now doctor's orders are not. Yeah, fly. no, I, I was absolutely going to allow that to work. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's also command. It's it's your it's not just coercion, and you're trying to convince them. You're you're actively talking to them, trying to convince them this is the best thing for you. Not like I'm going to take control of your brain and move you over here, kind of control, right. coercion. Right. So um, tying into our earlier conversation. Uh, any, this any might values? come in. Uh, I think the closest value to this would be. Emotion in crisis is a bad thing, which is not actually how that's written, but it's something. Um, what is it? Emotion in crisis. It only makes things worse. Um, also, doctor knows best, but uh, I don't think that would necessarily come into play at the very moment. Um, what might come into play in a second role would be quick study. Um depending on how this goes. If a second roll is necessary. Right. In the meantime, while she is doing all of this, is anyone else doing anything, or are you just kind of waiting for her to finish up what she's doing? Uh, Jorad is going to tell Fox, uh, begin, uh, let's make a bread come trail for them. Uh, Arani, can you use the tractors to start moving uh, those silicates um, to make a line? A food uh, channel line, if you will. Excuse me. I could attempt to do so. Okay. You said presence, Jeff. Yeah, that'd be fine. Mm. Okay. You're dealing with them on an emotional level, so insight or right. presence are really. I think almost, I'd go it's insight. An, yeah, it's almost an instinctual level. Okay. Um, I am going to. Uh, could I use negotiations as a focus here? I don't think Xenobio would necessarily apply because I have no basis for comparison on these things. Sure. Um, you, you still are dealing with Xenobiology. Sure. 
Um, I, you know, I'll take I'll take negotiation. I don't have a problem with that. Okay. All right, dice. No twenties. All right, dice. All right. Many twenties. Right. No, no, no. Are you using? Already giving you too many. Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Um, I think at this point, having gotten the clear impression from them that shit's gone sideways. So, um, what are you actually I, trying to tell them in the that's, thing? Yeah, that's what I was. Gonna, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Um, I am trying to tell them that I would like to help. Okay. Are you trying to give them an action of things to do? Um, like you're obviously you're trying to convey okay. with that to convey to them that you are here to help and that you are right. not a threat. But in order to have the role actually mean something, mm -hmm. um, what are you trying to get um, them to do? Follow us to safety. Yeah, um, like we have, we know of a safe place for you and your calf, not far. If you follow us, we can get you to safety. Okay. Okay. And I'm gonna, this go smoothly. I'm gonna say the difficulty was three. You got two, but I'm gonna do something because I didn't. I didn't get you the difficulty beforehand. What I'm gonna do is uh, have the Europa make a roll. It, the difficulty is gonna be because uh, you're trying to lay the food, the the the, the chum line out. Um, yeah. Give me a, a a single roll on that. I'm guessing what piloting or. Whatever you guys think would be most appropriate for, for doing what you're doing, a success will, will give advantage to what Evelyn is doing. So because they will then see the line associate necessarily possibly with you and, uh, and, and believe that. I'd like to, I'd like to lean over Mr. Falx and uh, assist him with my advisor uh, talent. Sure. Okay. I'm just going just gonna to give you some good gentle direction. I have a bunch of these, so I'm going to go ahead and spend them. I said difficulty was going to be two, right? So I'm going to make the difficulty four because I feel like it. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, control con is a 13. Focus in helm operations. Mm -hmm. uh, nice. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, buy a die? Sure. Yes. Uh, you're going to buy it or are you going to use uh, momentum? Momentum. Yeah. Okay. And you can re-roll one of your d20s. Okay. Uh, let's re-roll the 16. Just for fun. Nice. Okay. All right. So how many is that? We got one, two from the captain. Six. Mm -hmm. uh, is your, difficulty, your, your, your rate's 15? Uh, no, it is okay. 13. 13. Okay. So one, two, three, four successes. Yeah. Uh, plus the ship can probably assist. Yep, that's true. Uh, if I can click these buttons, it will. There's a focus on this. This is not one of the ship's strong suits, by the way. She's a science ship, not a movie ship. Oh, I've still got one. So, all right. Uh, that'll give you five, um, which will max your momentum back out. Uh, unless you have something, you, unless you have something you want to do with it. But what I'm going to do is say that yes, uh, because you have managed to lay out the line uh, using the busard collectors to lay out your whatever you had, plus tractor beams to move out the other the, the rest of the chum lines that you were looking at. Um, uh, the larger of the three begins to move towards uh, the line, and the other two 
Um, after a few seconds of hesitation, um, also begin moving out of the out of the planet's atmosphere and away from the planet. Um, yeah, what do you do next? Uh, we will uh, continue laying out that uh, that line. Uh, we should lead them to the the rings of the planet. Okay, gonna head them towards I, the rings of one of the the the, the Jovians. Yeah. Okay. I think that that was their destination from the get-go. If we leave yeah. them in system, they may simply get confused and head back once our blockage is done with. We might want to point them to the best system, the next system over, where they could find a better place. Well, it sounds like they're it sounds like they're about to have a baby, so we may not have time for that uh, quite quite at the moment. You'd also have to find a yeah. system that they would be willing to go to, so that might be more difficult. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, we should stick around to observe at the very least. It's not often we see a gigantic spaceship give birth. <laughs> yeah. If nothing else, this is fascinating. Uh, um, all right. You managed to. Uh, what is what is the shuttle team doing during while the Europa is moving them off, uh, moving the, the the creatures off? Um, I'm continuing to maintain contact and trying to discern what it is that has gone all bad. Um, I would like to, I would like to do engineering to like create disadvantage on the shuttle being detected by primitive sensor systems. Sure. Uh, Elizabeth. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt if he had more. I, <laughs> I got so caught up in my own thing. That's all right. <laughs> the yes breath is showing through. Mm -hmm. uh, could could Jisa assist with that? Yeah, absolutely. I I would like to spend a momentum as well. And Jisa ha having electronics warfare that would apply. Mm -hmm. Okay. Would would astrophysics focus apply? Oh, um, astrophysics. I don't think that one would necessarily apply. No. What else you got over there? Anything? Oh. Focuses sensors. I would say that sensors probably work. Oh, okay. If sensors works, then I get a bonus momentum as well. Sure. Uh, okay. Um, so that is, since it's uh, engineering, that's uh, Yeah, uh, that would be four, five, four successes. <laughs> it's one of those days where uh, it doesn't matter what you put in front of you, you're just going to succeed at it. Um, <laughs> I have failed at pretty much everything I've done. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. Um, all right, yeah, no problem. You you are fairly certain that you are invisible to the Europa at this point. Um, <laughs> um in the meantime, the, the 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 alien creatures are following you off to the large Jovian, um, the larger of the two. Um, when they arrive, the 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 largest of them begins moving between you, being the Europa, and the other two as they descend into the um, into the harshness of the atmosphere. There, um, you after a little while lose. Uh, your primary sensor contact as they're going deep enough into the planet that uh, you're getting a lot of interference. You could launch a probe to observe, probably. Yeah, um, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kaz, you're aboard ship, right? No, you're on the... 
on the shuttle. You're on the shuttle. Le- right. Unless we, at this point, we've gone back. There's no reason. I, for us yeah, to I think at this now. point, the okay. shuttle would return. Yeah, the shuttle would come back. So, uh, Kaz, you are you are on the bridge and uh, on your station in text. Uh, Eva uh, replies, uh, comes up on other things. We're observing the creation of life. Question, and there's a question mark. Uh, and Cass will type back, yes, we are. And a new a species we've never seen before. Um, a few seconds later, just the, the, the cursor blinks and then types fascinating. Um, after some time, you guys are recording the event, obviously, and, and doing your, your sciencing and getting your, your, getting your, your education on, um, mm-hmm. After a while, uh, the the birthing process appears to be complete, um, and the th- four, the three that were in the atmosphere begin to ascend, um, and uh, the I assume that the, at no point the Europa was trying to get any closer or anything like that. But, no, yeah, we would keep our distance. Yeah, um, the the four creatures that are there now uh, begin to. Um, for lack of a better term, graze the rings. Um, mm-hmm. You can see sl- as, as they're pushing through it, the the uh, the gases on either side of them, you know, kind of sp- part and split, and and uh, they're absorbing whatever it is they need to survive and and moving through the um, the rings. <coughs> Do their emotions uh, dictate that everything's okay now? Everything appears to be pretty good. Um, they're very. Uh, contented or even to a point of uh, of what you would consider uh jubilation which is a great word um so i don't have anything else for that if you guys want to have any additional uh, uh could could i just ask for a point of clarification uh looking back over the navigation logs it looks like they were coming in from out of system to get the gas giant saw this plan with all its weird signals and took the detail sort of uh, so now that they're already past the planet they're at the gas giant there's no reason why they would go back you can't think of any particular reason why they would go back okay. plus the the <clears throat> the um the large emissions that you were that, that they were likely seeing before are not there anymore um, they're still seeing emissions but uh um I'll, I'll explain it when we're done with the session okay um or I, we're pretty much done now unless anybody has anything is there a way um, to convey to them the difference between their signals and the radio signals coming from the planet. That's nice. Um, you can try. I don't know that it necessarily would work, but we can certainly, like, yeah. using your telepathy, I'm, I'm assuming you could communicate as much as you can to them, you know, what's going on. And um, Yeah. You'll get back the, the message that, that there was something that was giving them, that, that was calling to them, uh, and when they reached it, it unfortunately broke up and stopped making its noises. Um, okay. So, or at least it stopped making the noises quite so loudly. Um, there's this thing that then there was these things floating and it wasn't good. It, it was bad. We we might have broke it. <laughs> Could we double check once our jammer is done or when we retrieve it or however we resolve that situation? Could we double check and make sure we actually you know, ghosted this planet, this culture. Yeah, we could watch the, we could scrub through the TV channels. Yeah. We already said we were doing that, so. Yep. yep. And really, we could just hang out here and, and gather cultural information on these people as well. Yep. Still, you yeah. Yep. Uh, you get a number of, of their 
channels, I guess, that are uh, talking about you know the these these space creatures. Uh, you know, we're not alone in the universe. There, there's life out there. It's amazing. It's glorifying. It's glor- glory and unifying. Uh, there's a few channels that are like, there were aliens that sent these things here. They were <laughs> out to kill us. And mm-hmm. yeah. uh, then there's a picture of what looks like, like a, a blurry satellite photo of what you guys could make out as the Europa, but most people are calling it like an unidentified space debris or, you know, the wreckage of the, of the multinational space station and uh, whale poop whale poop yeah it's <laughs> you know it's there's some conspiracies going on and there's you know it's the 21st century <laughs> you know? uh, right. um, so let, let me ask another question what do these aliens look like uh they actually look relatively humanoid um uh <clears throat> they i have i had a picture right it's in my other game um so they are uh, a little bit shorter than normal humans. Uh, they're a little bit wider than, like, stockier build than normal humans. Um, it's a largely water-based planet, so there's not, uh, there isn't tons and tons of land. Um, but uh, uh, their skin is kind of a pale, uh, almost magenta, like a, a pale pink magenta color. Um, other than that, they mostly look pretty human. Um, you know, it's they're only on screen for five minutes. It's you know, you right. just put a lot of money in their makeup, you know. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the only the only real distinguishing factor with them is that their eyes appear to be um, kind of uh, uh, like a deep uh, uh, obsidian color, uh, and when they blink, they have two sets of uh, of, of eyelids. Like membrane. Yeah. Fairly typical of creatures that probably are water-based at one time. Mm-hmm. Well, Captain, I would recommend that we uh, tag this planet for a long-term cultural study. Send that back to uh, Narendra Station. I agree. With, uh, everything that's happened in the next two, three hundred years, we may be able to watch this civilization as it learns its first, as it takes its first steps. Now that they know that there's life out there, yeah, yeah that could accelerate. Not to mention, we could take some of these broadcasts. Who knows? They might have some good, di- good shows. <laughs> Cass will replicate cigars and champagne for the science staff. Uh, could could we wrap up with a meeting between? We don't have to wrap up now, but I would like to wrap up with a meeting between Jorad and Orani. Sure. I don't have anything else. Uh, so if you want to have that, go ahead. And Jorani. Uh, uh, before we do that, maybe a scene with uh, Yezbeth and uh, who is the other new uh, Re- Rebecca? Mm-hmm. How about how about a scene between those two? Sure. So uh, Yezbeth is going to come in, and she's going to she's going to come into the science lab, and she's going to be like, "Ah, oh, the scanner sucked. I'm I'm terrible at this." Why did I think I could do this? Well, Connor just comes over and kind of gently and a little bit awkwardly pats her shoulder and says, I'm sure it's better than you thought it was. It's okay. We all make mistakes. The jammer only succeeded at making the whales nosedive to the planet. They did exactly the opposite of what it was supposed to do. Are you sure it was the jammer that caused that? It could have been just a coincidence. 
I think so. I don't. I don't know. Sometimes I think I'm not cut out for this. Me too. Not not you. I mean me. Like oh. nothing. Oh. Oh bother. I think you're fine. I meant that sometimes I feel the same way. Oh man, really? I thought I was the only one. This ship is intimidating. I'll tell you. Or can I? Can I? Can I say something? Sure. I think. I think Ambrose. I think he's very angry all the time, and it scares me. I haven't interacted with him much. He's really intense when he plays chess. He plays chess? Mm-hmm. He played with Eva. Huh. She was fascinated. Well, I mean, that that's almost human of him. I'm, I admit I'm a little surprised. <laughs> Mm. We're not all as we appear. No, I guess not. All right. Well, I'm going to go lay down. It was uh, good working with you. Likewise. And don't beat yourself up. Uh, no promises. It all worked out in the end. I guess so. All right. That's that's kind of all I had for that seed. That was good. Sure. And you had a captain in what? Uh, I think I was the uh, captain in Arani. I do want to do a small vignette. Koba comes into the security room and he's like, I got the bombs ready. And then he realizes the situation is completely resolved. <laughs> <He's> like, <"Aw." laughs> um, but yeah, so the captain's going to uh, offer Arani a drink. Uh, so uh, what were your impressions of the crew of this mission? I think we all came together quite well. I think we might have uh, stretched the bridge crew a little thin, sending uh, so many of our top people out on the shuttle, but it all worked out. Yeah, it did. Um, I, uh, we're gonna. We've got a small crew. We're gonna have to make do with. Uh, some uh with uh, a few for fewer bridge crew on occasion i think right if we, if we want to get our exper- experienced officers close to the action uh, i think this was a good confidence building mission I, the, the crew really surprised me no no major no majors no major screw-ups so to speak no nothing we couldn't come back from It'll make for an interesting report. Uh, I am interested to see what the brass has to say about our interpretation of the prime directive, though I think we acted with the best of intentions. Well, if uh, we come back and the whales have built a starship-shaped statue around a planet, we'll know we're screwed up. Yeah, I don't think it's a, I don't think that's much of a concern. Yeah, I hope you're. Uh, I think you're right. Good work today. Uh, I believe me. I I I I paid attention to how you took uh, uh, with uh, your own contributions as well. I also uh, would like to note that we have a very, very good security team. They think uh, out of the box. I uh, came up with a lot of interesting questions and a lot of interesting answers for things that were 
more conducive than just hurting something. That's good to know there. I'm really concerned glad to with more that. than that. I'm really glad to hear that. I do appreciate our uh, chief science officer's optimism. Her uh, and uh, and the computer. I hope uh, hope it was paying attention. I'm sure it was. It's, it would be hard for it not to pay attention. But, but uh, you've been, I've noticed you've been meeting with the computer a lot. Do you have any impressions about it or its personality? I've played one uh, uh, honestly confusing game of chess with it. I think that's the extent of my personal time i haven't interacted much with any of the systems i've even refrained from uh recording any sensitive logs through the main computer itself i've brought up concerns about it with uh with shabernawa and uh kostra that's those are the two uh those are the two who'd be on the front lines of it if anything goes wrong so thanks for keeping on top of it considering how uncertain our sentient ship is about some of its higher reasoning skills it doesn't instill confidence in uh well keeping all its programs straight well, back on Trill, we have a creature. Uh, it's kind of like a horse, but it's, uh, it's actually a lizard, but that's neither here nor there. But my point is, when, so when you learn how to ride it, you've got to learn to trust each other. Uh, the horse has to be taught uh, the rider as much as it has to be taught, or as much as uh, the rider needs to learn the horse. It's a common theme when working with Beast of Burden. Well, maybe that's what the Europa is now, the Beast of Burden. It's an interesting way to look at a starship. It's something new. Let's not lose sight of that, I suppose. But uh, good work today, um, Mr. Ambrose. Thank you, sir. I think that's a, a good way to wrap up the scene. Okay. I have one last thing that I'd like to do. Oh, uh, back in uh, where we started with uh, Kaz and the library and Eva. Um, Eva is going through the data uh, that she saw, you know, that, that has happened over the course of the, of the mission. Um, and whilst uh, uh, going over the, the final footage of the, um, the creatures and whatnot, um, uh, Eva will will chime up with. Um... Hang on, I have to have I have to see your name in front of me so I can say it because otherwise I can't say it. <laughs> uh, I always want to flip the N's and the V's. <laughs> right, uh, Lieutenant Shabernva. 
Have you ever considered being a parent? Uh, that's where uh, we call it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <No credits. laughs> right yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you get to have the talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that wasn't a very helpful or constructive answer to a to an understandable question. Um and Dorian reproduction is socially complicated. Um there is a lot of pressure on us to put our reproductive duties ahead of anything else. Uh, most of our species accepts that. Not all of us do. Um, I have struggled to accept that. And I am here a long way from my family and from those obligations. I see. A long, 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 long way away. <laughs> you sound somewhat relieved. I, I am. Um, I, I'm not... I haven't rejected my my duty. Uh, I'm prepared to do it, but I'm not prepared to make that the be all and the end all of my existence. It's a part of life. It doesn't have to be all of life. I have read many articles, many topics, or many uh, many entries on the topic, and there are many species whose primary existence is purely for breeding. Yeah. You do, not, you do not believe this to be the case. It gets complicated when sentience comes into play. Um, and it, 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 it varies a lot from species to species. And Dorians feel that obligation very, very strongly. Most of us. Um, humans, it seems like a more or less take it or leave it sometimes. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Um, I think it depends a lot on culture. It depends a lot on biology and how those two interact. And sometimes it gets messy. I see. Being an artificial life form, I had never considered the idea of reproduction. Hmm. Well, um, I understand there are some precedents and it's, it's an interesting thing to contemplate. And if it's something that you want to discuss or potentially work towards at some point, we can certainly have that conversation. And I'm sure that the people at the Daystrom Institute would be fascinated. So we can keep talking about that one and better you than me. <laughs> I believe I would have to have further conversations with those who have already taken the responsibility on themselves. I think that's wise. I, I, no matter the species or the circumstances, it's not something to enter into lightly. And you've got time, hopefully, and you've got a lot of other species that you can talk to and get advice from and learn from. And I think it's a thing that most people are at least on, on Europe are willing to talk about. Probably most of them more than me, but, uh, but it, it's, it's a good subject of conversation. Excellent. I appreciate your insights, Lieutenant. I will... It's my pleasure. Anytime. <laughs> In the meantime, I believe that uh, our guests are beginning to. Uh, I believe there's a change happening amongst our our uh, observations. Uh, our, our, our observable guests. Oh, what's what's happening? What's happening? Uh, 
Anything to put on screen? Certainly. Puts it on screen. This is going to also happen on the bridge. Um, as they come on screen, you can see them. They kind of, all four of them kind of splay out a little bit more of their, 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 um, filii, their, their antennae in the back there. And, um, after a few seconds of, uh, drawing in, um, incredible amounts of energy, they, uh, yellow alert. Okay. Um, shields up. They, uh, they go to warp. And uh, that's a good place to end, I think. I think so. Okay, cancel yellow alert. <laughs> it's a totally legit yellow alert, though. Uh, <laughs> right. Cass will put a party hat on on Eva's station. And... Uh, Lieutenant Shibaranawa, you get a you get sensor log of that organic warp system. We absolutely did. Uh, Eva was able to warn us beforehand, so we were able to catch all of that. Very good. Uh, only so much precedent for non-technological warp systems. Fascinating, isn't it, sir? It is. Good job today. Thank you, sir. Captain's going to chime in. Uh, Eva, good catch on that. On on that. Thank you, Captain. I aim to please. <laughs> 